You know, they say all good things come to an end, and that is what ACC football is doing after the season finale, week 13. Our teams are playing their final game of the season, and we want to make sure that we hit them off on the right note by telling y'all what are the best bets of week 13 with Drizzy Drake from Locked on Seminoles in the building. Make sure you guys tap into today's episode because I think we've got some spoilers. So we're going to drop here in just a bit. ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Drizzy Drake in the building. Thank you for making Locked On ACC your first listen. We are free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by NetSuite. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. Head to netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA for a special end of year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. Drizzy Drake, Free South Friday. What it do? What to do, Candace? I'm glad tomorrow is Thanksgiving. Oh, as we record this on Wednesday, tomorrow is Thanksgiving. I'm gonna be up in the kitchen all day. I am excited to get some food in my stomach and watch the football all day. Are you one that cooks? Yeah. Okay. You cook the whole thing. Not the whole thing. I'm the helping out my mom with some turkey stuff like that. She does the the sweeter stuff. I do like you know the mar- the mac and cheese, the green beans, and stuff like that. That's one of my oh, thing. Oh, okay. You're a mac and cheese guy. You know, shout out to you. I don't know what Matt Judon was thinking the other day. Yo, okay, okay. That's it's just cheese news. I was like, you eat Taco Bell. I heard you specifically saying, <laughs> saying that, and I love Taco Bell. Don't get me wrong. I remember him saying, like, you know, I got my new extension. I'm going to go over to Taco Bell. I'm like, that's the first thing you do with your new extension, my guy. Come on, bro. I body built my Taco Bell. I can, it's not the same, but come on, dude. <laughs> no tea, no shade. I just was like, if you ain't never had nobody make mac and cheese for you good, just say that. That's all you got to say. That's all you got to say. That. Exactly. <laughs> Someone have never baked a mac and cheese for you, and that's just what it really is. But mm-hmm. needless to say, we've got some great things going around the holiday. I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. As we prepare for a great matchup today on this Friday, we're going to go through all of our season finale games. Let's start, though, with today's matchup at 7 p.m. on ESPN. NC State versus UNC, a lot on the line for the Wolfpack. They must win this game to order to stay in the race for the Atlantic Division. In North Carolina, the Tar Heels are trying to just get into a better Better bowl, I suppose, right? Maybe who knows? Mm-hmm. But more so for pride. It all comes down to that. It boils down to that. Why not Carolina ruin a really good NC State season? The first time they would ever have 10 wins and could potentially have 10 wins when they get that bowl win. Or, you know, just get us our little Mac Brown is great and we're gonna have new coordinators next season kind of vibe. Who knows what we're gonna get? We have no idea. And also it's kind of funny again. I saw that Ricky Person Jr. just declared for the NFL draft, I want to say yesterday. Yeah. Um, as we're recording this, and I know that North Carolina has a really bad run defense. The problem is, like, NC State's run offense isn't that good, which is super surprising because they have they had Ricky Person and they have Donovan Knight. Like, I know Devin Leary has been, you know, the star of the show, and he's been a top 10 QB, but the fact of the matter is that, like, UNC's deep pass defense is it's decent. It's okay. You know, and that's typically all you really need against the NC State team, and it's going to be really interesting to see because um. It's just with North Carolina, I think that they actually could steal steal this one. I know plus six is a very juicy line. I still think NC State's going to win the game overall to end the year because if they win, and I have a bad feeling about Wake going up to Boston College, so I think NC State might actually win this game and probably win the entire division. 
Oh, well, that is a spicy take that I didn't see coming. I don't think the box. Okay, well, we'll talk about it, whatever. Oh, we'll talk about it. <laughs> I think NC State is going to wet the bed personally, only because it just is very NC State of them to do. Like you have everything going for you, but in the same breath, I can say, well, I thought that about the Clemson game, but I, I figured that this was the season for them to beat Clemson just about how they were performing this year. You got to beat Clemson. You got to beat the NC States. You got to beat the Wake Forces away in order to really kind of say your program is going to the next level. So you get a 50 point put on you last year. Pride. Like if nothing else, I think the guys are going to have a great game because they know how ugly it was for them last year. Yeah. And they also, I think Sam Howell knows this is his last game too. And that's kind of like, True. that's another thing as well that, you got to go out on your shield, man. I mean, you've been, you've actually, I didn't notice. He actually, I think, broke Lamar Jackson's record for most broken tackles by a QB this season, which to I me is, doubt it, yeah. which, is <laughs> which is absurd. And like, I'm like, I'm like, Sam Howell, the running quarterback, the fullback QB hybrid over here. And to Maybe. me, that's just, it's because he's going to leave the game, team to, was it Jacoby Criswell is your backup quarterback now? Jacoby and Drake May. Drake May. And to me, that's, He's got to show out, and I think because his draft stock maybe has taken a little bit of a hit this year because he knew see with the emergence of like Kenny Pickett, even the 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 escalation of Spencer Rattler too. So I think he needs to show up a little bit for this game, maybe get ready for the bowl game if you know whatever draft scouts say for him. So to me, Sam Howe might actually have a show, but I still think NC kind of like pulls out a close one. So I think North Carolina plus six is the play here. Ooh, we all right Saturday matchups. I would love to get into some of these, of course. One that we can just talk about for maybe two seconds, Georgia, Georgia Tech. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> After that Notre Dame showing, I'm like, listen, if they if Notre Dame can put up 55, can Georgia put up 60? Like, but who are we betting for? I love Jeff Call how Jeff Collins took the same amount of time to talk about talking about his art the show the game on Friday's show as he did for the game plan, because that was fifty five to zero. The Georgia's gonna win by a thousand points. I mean, the only good thing about this game is the name of the rivalry, good old fashioned hate. Okay. But other than that, I mean, there's two seconds. I think might be even too much for this game. <laughs> no doubt. Then twelve, another twelve o'clock game. ESPN two, the one that we want to talk about further in length and may spill over into a different segment. But Wake Forest in Boston College. You think that the Wake Forest Demon Deacons are in trouble as they head up there to Chestnut Hill? Yeah, actually, it was really fun. I almost wore my Wake Forest hoodie, folks. I know I'm the Locked On Simmons host, but one thing that me and the co-hosts have been doing this year, whatever team we lose to, we buy like a hoodie or like some merchandise from them. So like when we come back to greatness, we uh, we do that. Even though if it was if we lost to Miami, I probably would have donated money to some kids like down in the Miami <laughs> area. I'm not gonna buy wear the paraphernalia, and that okay. money been, the money would have been bet to a better place. But with the Wake team, their defense has been just so bad. It's been awful. And I know Boston College doesn't have a run game to speak of, but, I mean, Phil Dracova, you saw he kind of turned on against FSU towards the end of the game. And that was from our offense, you know, not being on the field very long and also from poor officiating, which I'm not even going to discuss. I know AJ and I have different opinions on that. And then with this Wake team, I think just think they're running out of gas. Mm. Like, I think they're exhausted. I think they've played a lot of physical games, a lot of games where that offense has been on the field way too much. And to me, that's going to might show its ugly head against Boston College. And I think this is a game that may Phil Dracovic might be like, oh, this is the guy that we talked about all, all offseason coming into the year. This is a guy that we were missing when he hurt his wrist. So to me, it's not a sexy pick. It's probably a borderline crazy pick. But I kind of like Boston College with the points and the money line here. I think Boston College is going to steal this game. 
Crazier things have certainly happened. I'm going to say as a, I'm going to be a homer here. Wake Forest is going to finish it. They're going to finish it out. Sam Hartman is going to find the leadership. He took too much of a hit during that Clemson. His pride is hurt. He can't go out like that. He can't do his dogs like that. I think A.T. Perry, I think that also, who is my guy? Uh, Ooh, is it Morrison? Jakar Roberson? No, it's not Jakari. It's the, it's the Caucasian wide, tight. It might be a tight end. God, his name is blanking me at this moment just because. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because I said Caucasian. No, just the, the thought process. Of, I'm like, what the hell is this kid? I have no idea what's going <laughs> I think it's Morrison, but I, I, it's something with it. His last name is N. I promise you it is. Go ahead and find it for me, Drake, because that's going to bother me into my spirit. Oh. But uh, he is going to step up for them. And I think that the defense is going to do just enough, right. To keep them in the game and they're ultimately going to squeak away. So that's, that's my prediction for the game. I think it's going to be close. NC State people are going to sweat a bit as they always do, but also let's keep it a ban. If NC State loses and Wake Forest loses, Clemson's going to be knocking on that door. So there's a lot more to talk about and discuss here. That you know, things could get dicey. Another noon game that we'll discuss before we set about. I want to talk about your Florida State Seminoles who have to play UF coming off a Coach Mullen dismissal. How are you feeling about your squad going into this one? Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you, I feel really damn good, and that scares the crap out of me. <laughs> um, I know I, I, I have this persona on here, like, I really dislike Miami. I do, I dislike that program. But at least you can tell with I'm from down here. I grew up, you know, around the entire thing. Like I have, like I have friends down here for that. Like, I, sure. like a, it's like a little brother, big brother relationship down here. Sure. I hate that school in Kingsville. <laughs> I actually have a general disdain for that entire this area of Florida okay when okay. it comes to just football with the University of Florida. I actually dislike them more than Miami, and mm. I actually felt more confident until Dan Mullen got fired, primarily because I think Dan Mullen. He's a good head coach. I don't think he's a good – Max said it perfectly the other day. He's not a good program builder. He's not a good cultivator of talent when it comes to college level. Like, to me, the man belongs to the NFL because, as we all found out, he took vacations during, during the offseason, which is normal for regular jobs, but for college football, you're recruiting 24-7, 365. Mm-hmm. And to me, this is sort of the, one of the additions by subtraction when it comes to a head coach mm-hmm. because I have a feeling that this team – He's going to rally around the coach being gone. Like we can finally, you know, do the things that we want to do. Because if you looked at the interviews in their post games, they all just don't like the guy. He's a weirdo. The guy's a, uh, he's an awkward man. Um, and to me, they have Emory Jones is also out. They're starting QB. Anthony Richardson is going to be coming in. And to me, that kid's Cam Newton light. But we're going to see. But I see that we're going to win this game. We should win this game. I think the only difference is you got to ask me by how much. And I think we should win by ten to fourteen points. By the way, Ooh, the kid, my fourth name is uh, Taylor Morin. That's there you go. Okay, I Taylor. I, I knew I it. Morin. Morrison Morin. I knew it. Okay. Thank, thank you. Thank you. All right, Florida. I don't know. I'm I'm just I'm just here to watch the game, honestly. It's Saturday. It's Thanksgiving weekend. You know, we're just going to vibe. We're just totally going to vibe. But he, there's more games to talk about, 1230 and below. So I want to make sure we get into those. After I remind you guys about NetSuite, the number one cloud financial system to power your growth with visibility of your 
and control of your financials inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more, you're absolutely able to tap into a great process that is honestly upgrading NetSuite. There's nothing better. Over 20,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com. Uh, listen. Head over to netsuite.com for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses by going to netsuite, N-E-T-S-U-I-T-E, dot com slash locked on N-C-A-A. All right, everybody. Back to the regularly scheduled program. Jersey Drake in the building. Locked on Seminoles host. Freestyle Friday. We make it do what it do. 12-30 matchup. Miami and Duke. Senior day for the De- Blue Devils. Coach Cutcliffe's last game. More than likely win or lose. It's not like one of those where they won this one, so you see promise. It's, uh, you know, thanks for playing. We did it for coach. We did it for seniors. But it's time for something new. Could Miami drop this one? I really want to say yes, but that because that would be hilarious, but I don't think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the Miami defense is really bad. And you also hear rumblings on the offensive side of the ball where Rhett Lashley is probably going to go to TCU to be the new head coach. Sorry, SMU to be the new head coach when Sonny Dykes leaves there to go to uh, TCU. Mm-hmm. So to me, it depends on whether or not how engaged he is with the offense, but I think you have something special in Tyler Van Dyke. Like, yeah, I, I agree. I, yeah, because I think that I think you and I were both like, okay, this kid's, you know, you got the third string QB from Connecticut. This guy can throw a ball. Yeah. Fast forward like six weeks later, I'm like, no, this man can sling the ball. I mean, this man's going to be a very, very good QB. And Duke's defense has no answers for anything. I mean, you got you got to take, take care of Ad Franklin, Jalen Knighton, Charleston Rambo. I mean, those three names struck fear into my heart, and we play and we have a much better team than Duke. So to me, I know Duke is is favorite is an underdog by 21 and a half points. I don't think that's enough. And I think that this is a game that right, Lashley is either going to show out to say he's still here or Mandy is needs to do something to keep his job. So, Yeah, very true. I think Tyler Van Dyke, for me, it was the conversation and the brass and the way he was like, I'm hot stuff. I'm like, how are you hot stuff? And you can't even make the starting spot. I get it. But I, prove me wrong, shut me right on up, okay? Mm-hmm, but same. more importantly... Duke is going to need help and they haven't even been in positions where they do enough for themselves versus like Miami messing up and they capitalize. They cannot even capitalize on people's mistakes. I think they're the worst team in the ACC when it comes to turnover points. So all that to say, I've said it before and I'll say it again. They're the best ADR team in college football. They cannot get in the end zone (laughs) to save their life. Okay. And that's unfortunate. Following your tweets when you're at the games is so funny because they they sound so good up until the red zone. <laughs> Moving. They can move the ball. It's not for lack of, you know, offensive line can push. Mateo Durant does his thing. And then they're like, Mateo, Mateo, let me try and throw it. Sometimes I hit Jake Bobo. Sometimes I hit it to the <laughs> defender. I don't know who is going to happen. But I think maybe we'll see more of Riley Leonard, which we should. Maybe we'll see more of Jordan Moore the two quarterbacks who are looking to be more of the future. Who knows? I don't know how Holmberg is shaping up health-wise. But again, for all those who give junk about going to Duke games, you learn a lot. You learn humility. You learn about guys having energy. And you learn all the bad. So when you do get to experience the good, you're like, oh, this is what college football and a good football team should be like. But, you know, I digress. Anyway, 345, we got Virginia Tech. And Virginia, the Hokies, are looking to 
try to get a bowl spot. Virginia is trying to get a better bowl positioning. Man, I'm feeling for the Hokies. I just don't think they're going to get it done. Yeah, neither do I. Um, I think Brandon Armstrong actually is finally he's, he's he'll be fine for this game. And then yeah. Virginia Tech too. I think they're still a little lost without Justin Fuente. I mean, it's really hard to like kind of get up when your head coach is gone. I mean, we kind of like this isn't the same as the FSU Florida game where like this is the first game back. We've already seen how this Virginia Tech team plays when they don't have a head coach, and it's not particularly that great. They were um, already undisciplined, and now they mm-hmm. just what's the point, right? I think they're going to be very much in the transfer portal city come the off season. And they, I mean, and they should be. I mean, you're not going to play for a guy that you know didn't recruit you. It's kind of difficult to like we we, we you see that in all, all college football now, especially with the new early signing day period era from like 2018 on, and it's going to be interesting. Um, I do think Virginia probably wins this game by a lot more than the seven points that Vegas is giving us. Also, Balon Diagi minus seven. I'll say the under six two and a half, folks. That looks very juicy. But with Virginia, it's all I do worry about. Like you're playing, like you said, you're they're playing for a better bowl position. Mm-hmm. I I never played football at the high of a level. I would love to know like what's kind of the mentality for a team that you know we're not going to win our conference, we're not going to even win our division, but we're going to get a better bowl. Like, do you, is there, is, does that give you like an extra little pep in your step or that's kind of like, we're just going to go out there and do our job. In this day and age, in this era where bulls aren't exactly highlighted much, it's kind of difficult to say, right? Especially if you know you're a player that probably can go to the league. I'm not playing in the bowl game more than likely if we're not playing for a championship or we're not playing in New Year's Six Bowl, you probably won't see me. And even then, I'm considering, I mean, we took about Carolina guys from last year. They made New Year's Six, New Year's Six Bowl and then didn't participate. So there's nothing glamorous about it, but I think it's for a pride's sake. You know, you want to say you're a yeah. bowl eligible team, you're a part of that, put it on the resume boost if you're going into the real world. Some of you seniors who are about to find themselves in a whole different sphere. So you're 100% correct there. But I would love to know your thoughts on this matchup, Pittsburgh and Syracuse, a team Syracuse looking for a bowl. This could potentially keep Coach Baber's job, right? Now, will it be a win? Who knows? But Pittsburgh, they've shown flaws defensively. Kenny Pickett certainly, you know, can they go to sleep at this one because they know they're automatically a guaranteed spot in the Coastal? champion i mean in the ac championship by winning the coastal i don't think the team's gonna do that on offense specifically mainly because kenny pickett's still in the heisman race like mm. kenny pickett to me is a legitimate candidate to actually win the heisman which that is a sentence i did not think i would be saying back in august but i didn't have I, it on your bingo card no man i think i, I call pat narduzzi a plant as a coach <laughs> <laughs> so he's just there but with Kenny Pickett, the ticket like the, my man like he has a chance to actually you know show up some video game numbers especially after Kenneth Walker and Michigan State absolutely got mollywopped by Ohio State. <laughs> absolutely just, Jesus, that was not nice at all whatsoever to watch on TV. But so to me, it's going to be up to the defense. And Sean Tucker, I love Sean Tucker. <laughs> He's always like, sharing his stats on Twitter. Like, you know, ran for 145 yards on 10 carries, still didn't get the job done. I'm like, you know what, man? You do you. you I love that. I think I think it's really cool that he's doing that. And with Syracuse, the, the plus 13 and a half, I don't think they're going to win this game. And unfortunately, mm. I think the barometer for Dino keeping his job was the six wins. I just don't see. Mm. I just don't see it. And even though I, this might be a spoiler game, I think by the by your tone of voice right now, you 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 have that kind of <laughs> on the tip of your tongue. So I'm gonna take a little step, a little step back. But I'm I got put in this one. I don't know. Like I think again, I've seen Pitt fall asleep at the wheel. I saw them struggle against a Carolina team. That's good. But I also have seen a tragic offensive series set from Syracuse. I mean, Garrett Sherry could not throw. 
And no. that's critical. <laughs> We're not even talking like he can't throw long, but he cannot throw short passes. I'm concerned as to how you got a quarterback starting job. I'm glad you can run, but if they give that up for you, who are you going to throw to? I don't know. Because your accuracy, Jeff Sims, better accuracy. Malik Cunningham, better accuracy. And I brag on them every single game I can get. Love them, but their accuracy is terrible. Gunnar Holmberg has better accuracy than Garrett Schrader. Like, it's yep. it's offseason. That's all he need to be doing. He need to be throwing. To throw whoever. You walk across campus, you need to be throwing to your teammate. You see them from far away, throw. Throw them something. <laughs> Please. Please work on it. That's all. I, if you want to have a starting job, especially if Babers is gone, you need to learn how to throw that damn ball. Okay, well, there's that. Now, before we get into these big two, and actually only one's really big, I want to talk about the last two games heading into the season finale. But it was Thanksgiving, but football is still throughout the entire weekend, and nothing goes better with football than some leftovers and betting. BetOnline has you covered all holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all of your sports action, so head over to their new updated website or mobile website to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus with promo code LOCKED. On and it's not just football. Bet online has pro and college hoops, boxing, UFC, and even your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for you. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Because listen, we're stuffed with deals this holiday season. Again, go to betonline.ag. Now it's the most wonderful time of the year. It's Black. Friday, Built is going all out to make this Black Friday weekend the most delicious Black Friday that has ever, well, that there ever was in the history of Black Fridays. New limited time flavors, new types of bars, and a winter wonderland of a deal. You want high-end deliciousness at a discount? All Black Friday weekend, get at least 20% off anything and everything at Built.com. Locked 20, the new flavor, Ruby Chocolate Puffs. Marshmallowy goodness covered in a unique chocolate, ruby chocolate. This has never been done with a built bar before. There's dark chocolate, there's white chocolate, and now ruby chocolate joins the built bar club. Ruby chocolate has a beautiful rose color. It's an actual type of chocolate and it has a berry taste to it. Another new flavor, love lemon cheesecake. You'll love the lemon dipped cheesecake puffs. That's a tangy taste of lemon, sweet cheesecake, and a marshmallowy puff all covered in chocolate. Then we have a Crave Bar. A Bill Bar Friday weekend isn't complete without the word free. Buy any box of Built Bars through Sunday and get two of their brand new candy bars built Crave for free. Built has finally done it. They've come up with a candy bar that is a great alternative that claims to satisfy. It's caramel-flavored chocolate loaded with peanuts, giving it that nutty, chocolatey goodness of a sweet candy bar taste. Tis the season to save and give your taste buds the gift of Built Bar. 20% off Built Bars and two free Crave Bars, all at Built.com. Plus, you can get 60% off Built Broth and Built Boost and 40% off Built Swag. Oh, so much. Listen, that's just, I can't even begin to tell you. Just enter promo code LOCKED20 at Built.com and you are honestly all set. Wrapping up today's show here with Locked On ACC Podcast, Freestyle Friday. Yes, we love the promo. YouTube style, if you are watching, you saw Jersey Drake show off his great 
opportunities, some treats he'll take with him as he's trying to get back right after all that Thanksgiving goodness. Okay. Oh, you know what's up. <laughs> so, one of the last few games we have here, 730 Louisville and Kentucky. You never know what you're going to get. Okay. I'm, I'm just here for a good matchup. I'm sure the rivalry will be, energy will be high. Will Malik Cunningham run all over these bad boys? Will Kentucky just stay in the game? Keep it fun. Remains to be seen. What are your thoughts on this one? It's going to be interesting because, like, I think what we're Will Levis was that Will Levis is now the QB for Kentucky is where I thought Malik Cunningham was at the beginning of the year. I thought that Malik Cunningham, you know, has dynamic legs, but isn't that great of a passer? And I thought it was the opposite with Will Levis coming into the year. Mm-hmm. Now they're kind of flip flop. I think Malik Cunningham actually has shown that he has taken that next step to be a very good QB. And I'm not going to lie to you. I looked at his eligibility. I'm scared to see that guy next year. I think he's actually <laughs> developing into a dangerous weapon. I think with the kids they have with a Marshawn Ford and Shire Smith, mm-hmm. like, those are going to be some those are gonna be some damn good kids. That's going to be a damn good offense with Scott Starfield. And Kentucky, to me, was extremely overrated. And they were boosted up by kind of a cupcake SEC, like, least schedule coming into, the, coming into like, when they were ranked, I think, what, number eight in the country, I think, a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And since then, like, they kind of come crashing down to earth. I like Louisville a lot in this spot at minus three. I think that Malik Cunningham, you just I think this game just goes down to who's the better quarterback. And mm-hmm. to me, that's Malik Cunningham. And to me, this might be the showing out party going into next season too as well. Come on, coming out party. We know they are bowl eligible, so they don't have to worry about that. But it always better when you beat your rivals to end this bad boy. Speaking of rivalries, one of the big ones, 20, number 23 Clemson, newly number 23 Clemson at that. They're not 23. <laughs> okay. Playing South Carolina at 730 on the SEC Network. All right. And listen, Clemson is minus 11 and a half, which I'm thinking is a little high. It is. But honestly, which team is going to show up? On Saturday, from both sides, we don't. I must say, like, are you asking for just for which team for you? Both sides. Like, <laughs> so I know that you were finally happy to say that that DJ finally has coming out party. Like, you Let's were right. Go! You were waiting all year, and you finally got it. <laughs> I don't think it happens again. Ooh, a one and done. Oh, I think it's. Okay. A, I think it's. I think it's a one and done. If he and if he might prove me wrong, he's done that never. But we'll see if it happens. Finally happens. But with the South Carolina team, it's a very different team than the beginning of the year. I think they were like. They scored, I think, what, 10 points in their first, like, three games, and then they had 40 yards of offense against Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. But all the teams that they lost to are, like, I think in the top 15 now. And they have kind of rolled, 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 and they showed by beating a very bad Florida team, like, 52 to, like, 16 or something like that. Um, I don't think South Carolina's going to win. I would love to say that. I got a bunch of South Carolina friends from law school. They're mm-hmm. going to be at the game. But with Clemson, I think their defense is just that elite that they will stop them. But I don't think you're going to see the same kind of coming out, not coming up part of that. You're going you're to see the repeat performance from DJ from the Wake Forest game because Wake Forest's defense is a lot worse and injured than South Carolina. Mm-hmm. But you're right. I think 11 points is – you've been hanging out with me too much. 11 points is way too, <laughs> it's way too damn high. So give me I South Carolina plus 11. Have. There we go. I just I don't know how it's going to shake down, but I know Clemson definitely has turned things around for themselves this season and happy to have them just be in the conversation again. They're going to be sitting and waiting for that Boston College uh, Wake Forest game as well as Friday night. They're going to be feeling good. How can they get hyped if if Carolina loses or NC State loses to Carolina? I know they're going to have a different spark about them mm-hmm. as they just go wanting to play, getting preparation, make sure everybody's healthy, come out of that game to potentially play in an ACC championship, which honestly like i would be very pissed at wake forest and nc state like guys yeah I'd you know <laughs> I, i'd be so mad i was i was gonna print teachers of wake versus Pitt 2021 that's how you know we're in the year 2021 when that's the conference championship because the Pitt hasn't won anything of like of significance since like what the 40s wake yeah. is a school for of, of 
but 5,000 people. It's a bunch of nerds. I say that out of love, folks, by the way, for all the Wake Forest listeners out there. Shout out Cam Lemons, the bro. But yeah, like Clemson, they can't, I can't reward these people for being so, what's the word? lackluster all year and not meeting expectations by giving them a conference championship because I think that's worse for the ACC as a whole if we just if they yes. still somehow make it and like right yes. now the parity is so good so come on like it's it's aggravating stop playing because like it's not okay it's a third tier of Clemson having to win so it's Wake Forest losing NC State losing and then maybe Clemson so it, two teams it's like a playoff time baseball we need you need the Yankees <laughs> to lose this yep. game and the Redskins lose the game so the Orioles <laughs> sneak in this way and I was like no man no don't do that that's just not fun when it's that Please. way I can't even I can't cheer for the pack off the string but also if Wake Forest you know here's what I'll do I'll cheer for Carolina, and if they happen to lose, I'll absolutely be cheering for Wake Boston College, right? Yeah, okay, there we go. So if NC State wins, I'll cheer for Boston College. If, right, is that what I'm supposed to do? Yeah. See, the fact that you're having to do this right now is so <laughs> is how aggravating this entire situation is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, and I'm smart sometimes. But no, I'm going to be cheering for Wake, I'm going to be cheering for Boston College if, NC State happens to win. That's what I'll do. Yes. I'll be very upset if both of them lose. And I'm going to tell them everybody about themselves on Monday if that happens. I cannot wait to have that Monday show. Because let Carolina beat NC State. I'm one, going to give Kenton so much grief. But number two, I'm going to give him grief if they absolutely get themselves out of the ACC championship. That'd cool. be so fun. Anybody you can grief, that's fine with me. I know we'll be Florida State, so you can, you can talk about how nice we are being oh. beating two, being both rivals, being Florida State champs. You know, for the first. I can't wait to talk about Virginia, Virginia Tech. I can't wait to talk about Clemson, South Carolina. Like so many good rivalries. But all in all, are you happy about the season? We can give, of course, final thoughts as we get ready for the championship. But season-wise, has it been what you expected? Uh, by me, I was telling elite lies all off season, right? <laughs> So I actually, before we started our t- t- entire thing, like we were like, okay, legitimately, what do you think we're going to be? Me off air? I'm like, we'll be six and six. And you know what? That's where we should be. Like, I think Ken said that the best, like that was the ceiling. And I'm like, we can do a little better than that. Mm-hmm. I had us like an eight and four, maybe nine and three. Ooh, okay. I had us because I has been Notre Dame, which we should have, has been Clemson, which we should have, in my personal opinion. And I had us actually losing to Florida, which now to me looks like a win. So it's to me, the word I think is most is, Dissatisfied, but understanding, mainly because like I we the six and six is huge for us. That's a three win increase from last year that makes us bowl eligible after we we had a thirty six year streak that was snapped, and then we went to some random bowl game. I think over in the Fiesta Bowl, the Tostitos Bowl, the, the Frosted Flakes Bowl over in, in uh, Arizona, or something like that. One of them. One one of those. So it's disappointing, but I think the way the season has ended leaves me for a very very much brighter future. I think Jordan Travis also is taking the next step. Now I want to see if he goes from a decent passer to the big pass that we all can think he can be because with his legs that'll be a very dangerous weapon going into next season mm. well there you have it i'm gonna get my final thoughts on the season probably next week because we got plenty of time and i've got plenty of opportunities five of them so there's exactly. that we wanted to get you wanted to get your thoughts here so cool jersey drake always a pleasure as you know i hope you have a great weekend continue enjoying the thanksgiving holiday but make sure that you get on some of these sales, Cyber Monday. I don't know if you get busy with that. But... Oh, your boy does, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you get busy with that. And please remind these folks of where they can find you, follow your work. You can follow me at Tally underscore underscore Drake. You can follow my co-host at MaxMovie17. You also can follow the podcast at LO underscore Seminoles. And you can join our little community at 
Knowles Anonymous. That's where we have our Discord where we engage with fans of the community. We're sort of trying to cultivate a sort of like, you know, massive following there. We do questions, answers. You get we read stuff on the show. And as always, we're fans first, people saying contact creators third. And folks, have a great time. Be thankful. Say hi to family. You know, text them, call them, tell them you love them and enjoy yourselves. I'm gonna be having me some 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 yeah, some sangria in a little bit. So trust yes. me, we got that. We got that. Yes, thank you for making Locked on ACC your first listen every day. Come back on Monday as we recap the season finale of ACC football, getting into full swing of some ACC basketball action. Make your second listen, Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling, it's free and available on all podcasts. For Candace Cooper and Jersey Drake, we hope you guys have a great weekend. Until next time.